Hello punters and thanks for listening. Off the map is back. Winx is back. Off the map is back. It's a big week for racing. I'm here with Mitch Reed. My name's Brad Gray. We both work at Racing New South Wales. And what we like to do, if you didn't hear last season's podcast, is just talk through the maps, the speed maps for each particular race, a few key horses that we can pull out from the Saturday meeting, and just hopefully give the punters a little bit of an insight into what uh, our analysts here are thinking. Now, Mitch Reed joins me, as I say, as I welcome him in. Uh, the big talking point, Mitch, hello to you, is that Winx is back. Where does she map in the Apollo? Yeah, thanks for having me again, Brad. Uh, look, she she maps probably just midfield here from, from gate three. Um, look, this is a, a 1,400-metre race, probably devoid of any real genuine speed. I, I, I think Tom Melbourne probably takes up the running uh, sort of by default. I, I couldn't really find another horse to lead the race. Um, typically, we see Hugh Bowman sort of just letting a you know, flop out of the gates and you know, just find a feat, um, which is why I sort of got her mapped in behind horses like Brimham Rocks, drawn to her outside, and uh, Happy Clapper should be sort of close from, from the inside draw, closer, I should say. And then the other pair drawn to the outside in, in Unforgotten and Egg Tart, just going back from, from their wide gates. So, yeah, look, gate three, uh, I suppose it probably doesn't matter where she draws, let's be honest, but... Um, that's typically what they like to do with the, with the mare, um, particularly when she resumes. Uh, they don't normally go out there to sort of be rider prominently anyway. So just in their midfield in the running line, I think, for, for Winks on Saturday. Yeah, they just tend to come out neutral, don't they? I guess with her, the little query is quite often when she does get a little bit fractured in the barriers and miss a start, it can yeah. be first up because she's a little bit fresh. Yes, So correct. that's something to, to certainly keep an eye on. But yep. if you don't have the maps in front of you, which you can get off the Race in New South Wales website, you have got Winks map there in the, just in the second half yep. behind Brimham Rocks and Patrick Erin, which is pretty amazing given they're two milers. But as we touched on, Hugh Bowman yeah. just likes to come out, let her find her feet. And as we know, she's got the best turn of foot of any horse in the world. So he has plenty of confidence just to ride her that way. Absolutely. Happy Clapper's an interesting horse there. You've got him... Map second, he's drawn the inside just by default. He lands in the box seat again. Yeah, look, this uh, as it's not a genuine sort of seven furlong speed, if you like, but um, I, I don't think you'll want to be behind, be behind a horse like uh, Patrick Aaron or you know, Broom Rocks, as you mentioned. I think they just want to be holding their position. I don't think they have to have to do much to hold their position on the inside either. Um, yeah, so he, he's sort of, I suppose, closer than normal, you'd say. Um, but that's really just the kind of race we're looking at here. Yeah. Well, for those punters that are playing in the in the tab market and winks out, Happy Clapper certainly gets his chance to run second yep. to the great mare. Now, we'll go through a couple of the other races in race book order. Uh, the first of those is the fifth, the Southern Cross. Now, this is the shortest price runner of the day. This is Brutal, uh, yep. trained for Team Hawks, undefeated. He's very skinny in the market, drawn wide, but given the lack of tempo, you see him getting across. Yeah, look, I think they, they go forward and just sit outside the leader in Dothraki here from, from gate 10. Uh, as you say, not a, a great deal of speed um, for a 1,200-metre for a race anyway. Um, in good time, showing pretty good gate speed in, in, in its races, and it's drawn directly to Brutal's inside. Uh, so they'll be both going forward, no doubt. I don't know that um, they'll want to sort of be... be bustling in in a in good time um, to sort of hold brutal out i think they'll probably hand up 
it'll likely be to their own detriment if they try and you know take brutal on for speed early yep. Yep. so they'll be going up together going forward together and i suggest they probably hand up to to brutal and he sits outside the leader um outside of that look albumen he's a, he's a tricky one i think i think earlier in his sort of career he was a fast gate horse but again not much speed here. he probably holds leaders back here from gate two um and look noir look she's drawn the inside here and she's probably going to settle closer than she normally would over 1200 meters here so yeah look he, he probably gets across with relative ease brutal as i say with that little caveat of the inside draw, horse drawn to its inside in in good time the other sort of speed horse in the race also drawn out wide yeah okay it's interesting because this is one of those meetings that's obviously the launch pad for a lot of horses so yeah. i imagine that it'd be a little bit trickier to map horses first up in their campaign given they've got grand finals a week or a month away that's right and brutal scraps last week and he i actually had him mapped to do almost the the reverse of what we've got him here i actually had him to hand up last week to a couple of fast gate horses he strikes a different sort of race here over 1200 meters with a lot less speed he draws wide again um but I, I had that in mind last week, knowing that he's resuming probably at some bigger targets down the down the down the track, um, and that he they'd probably just select a hand up to those sort of faster gate horses which aren't in this race. So, I think probably their their best option is to just sit outside the lead here. Yeah, be interesting to see what Team Hawks are thinking there. They have a big hand to play in the next race, which is the one we're going to look at is the Light Fingers. Now, map-wise, you've got terminology leading, which seems pretty obvious, mm -hmm. although she'll get it all her own way. Um, looking at this, Sylvia's mother is the horse I reference. So yep. drawn wide, there's an opportunity to slide forward. Yeah, look, I, I almost think that they have to here. Um, there's, there's, as you say, terminology is sort of the, the obvious piece of the puzzle here, but outside of that, it, it becomes quite tricky um, it's the only real speed in the race, um, on paper at least. Um, Sylvia's mother's had a few runs in this time. She's sort of a, the, probably the fittest of the fillies in the race. A lot of the fillies resuming here. Um, 1,100 metre starts. And look, if you were to pick up a form guide, you'd see that she's, she's been going back in sort of smaller fields and, you know, hitting the line well. But from here, I, I doubt they want to sort of go back from, from the wide gate here. Um, with, with all these other horses resuming, probably get, looking to get out to a mile later on in their prep. She's sort of well into her prep now and goes up to 1,200 from 1,100. I, I just sense if they try and go back here, they're gonna get caught in a slowly run race, um, potentially even get caught wide with with the speed, the other horses, or all the horses drawn inside of it. So I think it's probably, uh, it's a tactical thing that's I've sort of drawn me to, to have her forward here, which is why I put the little Yep. A little notice there on the maps. Um, so yeah, look, I, I think that's probably the the best way to ride her here from that draw, um, with sort of a bit of fitness on her side. And what do you make of Melt? Uh, it's a it's a filly that we haven't seen yet in Australia yep. outside of trials. Trials. Now with Chris Waller, you've got it just holding the fence there. Is she a filly that generally shows a bit of speed? Uh, she showed a little bit in the trials, which sort of caught my eye a little bit particularly for this race, which doesn't have much speed. I mean, um, like almost like I would ride a dream draw on the inside here. I mean, typically we'd see if we're getting 
a lot further back, but it's another one that's probably closer than where I would normally have Seems it. Seems to so, be a bit of a theme of the day. Yeah, exactly. It does sound like that a lot, doesn't it? But um, he's in, he's one, and you look at his trial, her, sorry, we're talking about feelings here. She's one who has sort of, you know, uh, had quieter trials. Um, but again, I think probably closer here. They probably want to be holding the inside position. And I probably argue that Melt's shown superior gate speed to, to, to him, for example. And I, I suppose that the, part of the reason you'd have sort of Melt closer here was because of horses like Miss Fabulous and Ahud, who I'm sure we're going to touch on in a moment, because we, we know that Chris Lee sort of wants wants her to be ridden with cover, like ridden colder, but she's a tricky one because she actually does have gate speed. Yeah. So, you know, it's, it's probably about her racing manners more than anything to try and get her to settle and whatnot. And uh, Ohud's another one who has shown gate speed in the past, last preparation as well. But again, from, from, from gate nine, they, they want this horse to settle. So those two going sort of settling midfield or, or even worse is probably sort of the key to this map if you like because that's sort of taken the, uh, the heat out of the race from out wide they're sort of going to be settling further back with with sort of a horse like Melt who can sort of posse up behind terminology here I think who'll be coming across from 11. Mm. There has been plenty of money for terminology so you can see why obviously a few sharp punters out there have done their speed yeah, map and realised sure. that it's going to get a pretty easy time. The last race we're going to touch on is the Triscay in complete polar contrast to or polar opposite to, to all the other races yeah. we've spoken about. This is plenty of speed here. How have you sorted out the obvious leaders, uh, which comes from all over Bossa Nova, Alasio and Sweet Scandal? Yeah, look, uh, there, this is a very tr- tricky one because there's a, you know, an abundance of speed here. A lot of pressure early, I would have thought. Um, I, I think uh, Alasio, yeah, I, I don't want to call her a sort of an out-and-out leader. I'm not saying that's the only way to ride her, but I think it's the best way to ride her, and they'll be intent on just holding that position there from gate two uh, to take the hold the fence there in front. Although Bossanova, I think, is the fastest gate horse in the race. Um, so at the moment, I've got her sitting outside Alassia, outside the leader. I wouldn't be at all surprised if they went and led on her own, to yeah, be honest. I agree with Rachel yeah. King on as well. Agreed. She's a very good judge of a front runner. Yeah, for sure. So th- those two certainly your leaders um from there it gets hard uh we know sweet scandal's got the speed to be right there in behind those from gate four now these godolphin horses sort of drawn out wide in manicure and resin um with all this speed sort of coming across from these wider draws uh it's difficult to find a place for all of them in the running line here um look I thought Manicure going forward from 14 with um, uh, young Robbie Dolan on board will will definitely be trying to find a position on speed. Uh, I couldn't find a position for Reed in the running line with Resin also, um, a horse that we've seen go forward over 1,100 metres. I, I don't think they want to be going back on it. I think they'll probably press forward from gate nine. And then you've got a horse like Bella Martini, um, the, tra- the Hawks mare there, now, you having a look at her Melbourne runs, they're, they're really sort of intent on having her ridden in a prominent position. So from 13, again, I, I couldn't find her a position in the running line, but it's just adding pressure to this race. Um, and from there, look, you've got a horse like Invincible Gem, who I'm sure will probably hand up to all that speed, drawn inside and out, and settle in a midfield position. And also you've got, of course, um, 
uh, I am excited to also be in the market here going back from the wide draw. So yeah, an abundance of speed there for the mares, Brad. All right, well that should do us for this week. We'll of course be back next week to do it all again. Hopefully you got some insights there, punters, uh, and thanks for tuning in.